All right, here we go, folks. It's Cynthia Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <clears throat> February 12th, 2023, Stuper Bowl Sunday. I can say I proudly did not watch one second of it. Um, you know, is what it is. This cult. Just, just watching the busyness of the area and just, you know, it's just so cliche. It's so played. It's so old. The NFL's rigged. The UFC is rigged. You know, uh, Volkanovsky and Makachev yes, last, yesterday in Australia and the way these judges score this stuff, they give it to whoever they want, you know. But that was for the lightweight title for the UFC, by the way. But yeah, the UFC, everybody's starting to figure out it's it's rigged like all sports. Mm. Uh, where to begin? <laughs> um, a lot of people talking about this next phase of what we're in. Int- you know, entering right now with the this blue beam stuff, um, Canada claiming that <clears throat> we shot down UFOs, and so a lot of people all over the place. Um, object number three. This time over Canada, it's an object bonanza, alien agenda. And this is on Daily Stormer, but um, is this the dawn of the alien age, simply the rise of the balloon age? Um, and basically, I don't, he's like this, I don't know what's going on, but I know it's a hoax. And it's most likely about provoking a war with the Chinese. I, <clears throat> I don't. Here's the thing: this, the possibility that our, you know, fifth column that runs this country—they're so duplicitous and they're such backstabbers. There is the possibility that they would like to start something with China in order to cover their own relationships and penetration by China. Okay. Uh, Turkey, I'll talk about Turkey. What, and I'm looking at some of these building collapses, this footage of it, and I'm just like, this just looks like controlled demo. This looks like building seven falling in on itself. Um, there's so much out here happening. Um, but it's, it's mind blowing. Okay. And so. All this video footage of supposed UFOs is released by the government. We're supposed to believe that the Pentagon is trying to cover this up. While also being the only source of documentation on the subject, this is the current year and everyone has a camera in their pocket. And yet we are not seeing the Internet flooded with footage of these supposed flying objects. Instead, we rely on Pentagon for the blurry footage. Um, you know, it gets into this whole alien agenda stuff. Well, there's a there's a ton of people out here. Um, talking about this, um, 
and I, you know, where we where we go with all this, <laughs> uh, you know, I it's hard to say, but uh, you know, like up on um, State of the Nation, Operation Turkey Tremblers, hard evidence points to the same powerful directed energy weapons, geo weapons, DARPA used to trigger the dev- devastating 2010 uh, Haiti earthquake. Okay. Um, it's just trying to Canada, the U.S. shot down a UFO over the Yukon. Okay, all the stuff over the Great Lakes. So Justine Castro Trudeau says the United States shot down a UFO. At his request on Saturday, I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated violated Canadian airspace, Trudeau wrote on Twitter. Uh, This is the second time in a few days that a strange object has been shot down by the U.S., blah, 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 blah. Um, You know, I... I'm very leery of this whole thing. Okay. Now let's let's look at the big picture here. And remember the state of the union. Okay. They put this fences up. Are the fences still up? I'm not sure. But that's very ominous to me that these characters would um put these fences up okay now there's stuff there's stuff like this out there why turkey is blocking nato's expansion okay so just you know a week and a half ago turkey is really not wanting finland and sweden especially sweden into nato um due to the fact that he says it's a full-on terror state. And what just so happens, um, right-wing alleged protesters burned a Quran outside the Turkish embassy in Stockholm. We saw that dust up. And then so Tur- Turkey blocks... Or, you know, is really resistant to Finland and Sweden becoming part of the so-called alliance, the treaty organization, and then on, then all of a sudden, boom, Turkey gets hit with a couple massive quakes. You know the the naked uh, abuse of power right now by the thugs behind old creeper joe uh real real wicked and you know you got the you got this going on and then you've also got the bail-ins here on the horizon okay so you're you're seeing 
this this orchestrated chaos and various fronts the ufo flying object stuff tying it to china even though there was western allegedly western technology on this massive first balloon And then you've got the whole NATO dust up with Turkey, and then Turkey gets slammed with a couple of big quakes. And now there's all this bail-in stuff, you know, right here at our doorstep. And cocktailed with that, we have these Seymour Hersh you know, so-called revelations. Now, this guy's Jewish, very heavy um, connections, you know, been writing for a long, long time. So is this, you know, BB brought back into the fold in Israel as being the prime minister, then all of a sudden strikes in Iran, you know, this this quake really affected Syria as well. And then you've got this Jewish writer blaming um, the dum-dum by dung. Um, who, look, there's plenty of video. I'm sure you've all heard this. That's why I'm not even going to play it. I mean, Tucker Carlson was playing the stuff about Biden and Newland and the rest of these characters talking about their, you know, this Nord Stream 2 is going to be stopped if Russia invades Ukraine. Now, you're going to stop a pipeline that feeds Europe, Western Europe, their natural gas. Because Russia, okay, does some operations right on its own doorstep, uh, which they call the special military operation, denazification, and all this stuff. We've, you know, we've heard about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. But why would you cut off your allies in Europe from uh, energy that they need? Just because Russia's doing some operations in their own sector, unless you've got some serious uh, operations going on in the Ukraine, which we all know, you know, the biological warfare facilities, probably a lot of human trafficking and organ trafficking and that sort of thing going on through there as well. <clears throat> Organized crime servers, uh, a lot of stuff there that the, you know, the, the warlords that run a large swath of the, the Western world um, chose Ukraine as a base of operations ancient Kazaria and all this. And so <clears throat> this Nord Stream 2 thing is, 
quite interesting that this, you know, this Jewish writer, Cy Hirsch, on his Substack, and you can find that on, you know, SeymourHirsch.Substack. I've got it bookmarked, and I, I've skimmed through it. I haven't read the whole thing, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it and the the summations of it and so forth. That basically, we strong-armed Norway into you know, using some of their assets to do this as a way to scuttle around uh, both the House and Senate Intelligence Committee and Armed Services Committee and so forth that are supposed to oversee the executive branch. You know, um, constitutionally, the the Congress uh, is supposed to decide acts of war and things of this nature. Well, as we know with this massive runaway executive branch that we have, this Leviathan in D.C., that, that's a joke. These guys, you know, the, the Central Intelligence Agency and its cleanup crew called the FBI, and then the legal cleanup crew called the Department of Justice, um, you know, they do what they want at the behest of our secret controllers and not the people that are installed in these government agencies. Now, I'm sure most of you have seen uh, the public grilling of this little sleazy Jewish character, Yoel Roth from the Twitter board and uh, Vijaya Gaddy. Vagina Gaddy, the Jack Dorsey's little lawyer, uh, they really grilled these people over uh, this week. But, you know, and there were some bright spots, you know, Clay Higgins and some of these folks basically tell them, uh, you know, prepare to be arrested and all this other stuff. Well, that sounds tough, but when you got Merrick freaking Genrick Yagoda Garland running the Department of Justice, are they really going to arrest or indict any of these people from the Twitter board? Do you really think that's going to happen? I mean, I'll be pleasantly surprised, but even if they do, do you really see them doing any serious time over it? I don't. I mean, there's still people right now that are thinking that you know, I'm looking at uh, Mike King from Tomato Bubble. He's Real History Chan. Is one of his latest updates is um, basically um, about Trump's military government. Okay, uh, what really happened on uh, proof of Trump's secret military government? What really happened on inauguration day <clears throat> and the skin mask CGI character Joe Biden suspected that, that the United States was legally placed under the control of an emergency emergency military government in accordance with COG continuity of government program. Um, leading up to the event, they he actually been forecasting that a military takeover would block the new president from even even being sworn in. Um. But so basically they're saying, you know, with the Kamala Harris, I'm sure many of you have seen her at the State of the Union where 
like an obvious plastic neck piece or some people are saying you know this this person whoever was is is wearing another kind of cia mask and all of these excuse me all of these people have been arrested um and you know they're all in get and that sort of thing i had to cough clear my throat um I, you know, I, I in my notes, I, I had this from last about a week ago. Night, early morning chemtrails. You know, while dark outside, thickest chemtrails I've ever seen. Um, and it was a full moon, and there was it was like a, a perfect X right under the moon as as I'm. You know, it's like 5.30 in the morning, and I'm driving. And it was huge. And then after that, overcast, rain, you know, the next couple days. And it's just like, it's like this scratchy throat I've been having. I'm like, this is, for, they're like, at night, they are just loading us, here in my area at least. They're just loading us with chemtrailing it's just absolutely crazy but see this is the this is the secret military government that's running things and these are the these are the good guys okay um but anyway um so it's it's interesting to you know look at some of this stuff uh but you know i'm very i'm totally skeptical of this whole notion that there's all these people are characters playing and, and, you know, and these people have all been secretly arrested and tried and whatever. Um, just, I, I, you know, the, the country, the country's burning down, but yet the good guys are secretly running things. You know what I mean? Um, I've been thinking about this, um, LBJ kind of, um, 25th amendment, you know, we'll see. Here's the thing. When, when, when LBJ got sworn in after they whacked JFK, he couldn't basically just name a another vice president you know they they put in the 25th amendment and i'm, I'm going to read part of it so section one of the 20 and this is from the cornell law school in case of the removal of the president from office or his death or resignation the vice president shall become president section two whenever there's a vacancy in the office of the vice president the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority of both houses of Congress, majority of both houses. Okay, remember that. Now think about it. Before that, if a president was incapacitated, killed, whatever, uh, the vice president would jump into the president, but they would have to wait until the next nominating convention, and blah 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 blah, for there to be a 
a vice president chosen. Okay, so the 25th Amendment changed that. So we're, we're all thinking about the 25th Amendment being uh, and what, what they've been talking about over the last few years is the cabinet can say, hey, this guy's incompetent, can, incompetent. We, can, we can get rid of the president. Okay, but anyway, Section 3 of the 25th Amendment. Whatever the president transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the speakers of the House of Representatives his written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers or duties of his office, and until he transmits them via written declaration to the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the vice president as acting president. Um, section 4, now this is the one that everybody's been concentrating on due to the fact of uh when trump was in they were always talking about uh rod rosenstein and all these guys talking about 20 doing the 25th amendment on trump and and pence and all them uh but now it looks like the 25th amendment is really coming into um focus here with biden and biden he has served his purpose, it seems. Um, he wants to talk about... Um, hold on a minute, somebody's... Let me talk to the producer here. Uh, but, you know, with Biden and so forth... Um, you know they're gonna t they're gonna probably take him out, and he's he's claiming he's he's running again and all that, and so he might have been ruffling some feathers um, in his own, let's just say, sector that, um, you know, he's going to run again, and so they're like, oh no, you're not. So now the scandals, the cascade of scandals, <clears throat> is going to hit. His son, laptop, all this crap. Okay, but anyway, when when the president transmits to the president pro tempore the Senate and the Speaker of the House his written declaration that no ability inability exists, he shall resume the powers and duties of his office unless the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive department or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit within four days to the president pro tempore, the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Thereupon, Congress shall decide the issue, assembling within 48 hours for that purpose, if not in session. If the Congress, within 21 days after receipt of the latter written declaration, or if Congress is not in session within 21 days after Congress is required to assemble, determines by two-thirds vote of both houses that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall continue to discharge the same as acting president. Otherwise, the president shall resume the powers and duties of his office. Okay. So this Nord Stream um, pipeline thing, um, you know, people are talking about, like, this is over a gateway pundit. If Biden blew up the Nord Stream 2, should he be impeached for committing an act of war against nuclear power without congressional consent? 
So <clears throat> it's interesting. Where is the where is the progressives? Where are the anti-war Bernie Sanders and the squad and all the green energy people? So you just blew this freaking gas pipeline up running across the bottom of the ocean. All right. And I think about the environmental impact and so forth. And, um, you know, the, the climate change people and all this. So, this should end all of the climate change, green baloney. This is this is our way to say you people don't care about the climate, you don't care about the environment. You know, you're sitting here bragging months and months and months beforehand that the Nord Stream Two was going to go away, it was going to be stopped, it was blah 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 blah. Then it gets mysteriously bombed. And that you still are going talking about climate lockdowns, climate this, eat bugs, all the rest of this. When you were willing to bomb a freaking pipeline, just releasing all this natural gas <laughs> into the, into the sea, it's it's insane. Um. Uh, where am I? Let's see. Fetterman. Remember I said to keep an eye on Fetterman's wife? Think about this. So Fetterman is goes to the hospital, all this crap, and his wife is, you know, an immigrant. And she's a U.S. citizen now and all that stuff. But keep your eyes on her, just like I said months ago, um, that Giselle Barreto Fetterman, okay? So she's Brazilian-American activist philanthropist, and I went through her, all that stuff. She is a Lulaite, guaranteed, okay? So this guy, Lula... I mean, he's already talking about weaponizing these COVID vaccines um, against, you know, basically what I consider his political enemies. Okay. So, I mean, over the top, just crazy that, you know, they're going to use. Um, Oh, here it is. It begins Brazilian socialist President Lula da Silva forcing poor families to vaccinate their children so they can receive financial aid from his regime or risk receiving nothing. Okay, so he's made mandatory childhood vaccinations a condition of receiving government subsidies. And so old girl's husband, he's he's vaccine damaged and she's probably going to be the next senator from Pennsylvania. You keep your eyes on that. All right. We'll see you on the other side. And together we were one. 
together we will run. And I feel the fire, it is burning me alive. And I feel the fire, it is burning me alive. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros... Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, Mexican, the snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers, truth tellers. Stay strong, stay strong. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole... It's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Somebody told me when I It made. Old Hank made it here. We're all sure that you will, but I don't think Hank done it this way. No. I don't think Hank done it this way. Look at it. All right, we're back. 
on the Republic Broadcast Network. Support the network if you can, folks. This is up on National File. Exclusive Soros and Senator Obama funding records discovered for Ukraine biolab that sparked bioterrorism fears. A notorious Ukraine biolab revealed that it received funding from the Soros Foundation in a company document obtained by National File, the Mechnikov Anti-Plague Research Institute in Odessa, Ukraine, is located at the spot of an old secretive Soviet biological war weapons plant. The institute is now under the banner of the Ukraine Ministry of Health. The then-Senator Barack Obama also announced a deal in 2005 to fund the institute according to records. The Institute handles deadly microbes and also works on developing vaccines, and it has sparked concern that it could be used to supply bioterrorism in the region. So, you know, Obama, he does his little, he wins the Senate seat vacated by the actress's husband over sexual scandal what have you and uh jack something and he does this uh speech at the democratic uh national convention and everybody's just like uh oh my god uh that was when Kerry was running against bush in 04 and they're like oh my gosh he's gonna be president someday and so he sits in the Senate for a couple of years, and then boom, he he gets fast-tracked to run for the presidency. And, you know, he had these secret backers, the heirs, is, and so forth and so on. So, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, that he was already in bed with the Soros Open Society gang. You know, he was this community organizer. Had the Pritzkers behind him, J.B. Jabba Pritzker is the governor of Illinois right now, and a lot of people think he is going to run for president, and he's got the tranny cousin or brother, sister, whatever. That's you know Penny. They're all involved with Chicago Chicago politics. Rich Jewish gangster billionaires, Hyatt Hotel gang. Um, it's interesting. Okay, um, progressive billionaire George Soros Open Society Foundation is officially known as the Soros Foundation in some parts of the world, including at the foundation's offices in Almaty in Kazakhstan, Chisna in Moldova, and Bishkek in Kyrgyzstan. George Soros's family members also have foundations that use the name Soros. There were safety problems and problematic handling of deadly micros at the Odessa location, and NBC News even reported on the safety concerns back in 2005 during the Bush administration. The plant has a reportedly deadly legacy and has sparked fear that its pathogens could be used for black market bioterrorism. Of course, then Illinois Senator Obama and a Republican senator, that was Luger, I believe, announced an agreement to fund the Mechnikov lab during the Bush administration. Just, you know, just kind of sh- 
shows how far you know this stuff you know the tentacles Israel 365 news and anti-semitism up 41.9% in Australia in the past 2 years well think about all, think about all the Jewish skullduggery in the world especially with the covid stuff people looking at all these CEOs of all these big pharma all the tyrants behind covid lockdowns many of them jewish uh, you know very very crazy uh, new york city ends vax mandate for city employees claims only four percent of the workers held out to the bitter end the vaccine requirement led to a 96 percent vaccination rate for city employees very very crazy that if that's true um let's see here mr producer get clip six ready now this is karen kingston she was on this week with Stu peters um now i personally know someone that just went to the emergency room okay to be seen and they were there for hours and hours and hours. Place was jammed. And it's full of, let's just say, uh, I don't want to, let's just say refugees or illegals, whatever you want to call it. So I'm, I'm wondering what the hospitals across the country look like right now. But this is just a kind of anecdotal thing. But go ahead, let's roll clip six real quick. We got six. So there's a couple new data new data that I'd like to share with your viewers. One is right out of the Cleveland Clinic. Of uh, 51,011 employees, uh, they tracked those who were unvaccinated, so zero doses, up to more than four, four doses of these injections. And what they found is with the more doses that you get over time, you have more exposure to COVID-19 and your risk for infection goes up fourfold if you have four, or more, four doses or more. And it goes up threefold if you go from zero doses to two doses. And that confirms what Pfizer said to the FDA on September 17th, 2021, when they submitted their post hoc analysis from phase three to try and get the validation to do boosters. It says right there, their words are, the analysis indicates that after the second dose, your risk for COVID-19 infection increases over time. That means the shots weaken your immune system, and they also increase your risk for severe disease. And that's in the FDA approval for Pfizer and Moderna, where they say there is important potential risk for vaccine-associated enhanced respiratory disease they knew that this was going to cause more severe disease. This is a well-known biological uh, response to a weak or, if you want to call it, impotent, lame vaccine. So if you expose a body, a human body, to a part of a virus, you know, such as a spike protein, and then they don't launch the neutralizing antibodies to fight against that toxin, the next time they're exposed they're going to have more severe disease. And this has been shown by New York State's own data. So in New York State, 85% of the residents are fully vaccinated ages 5 and older. 
And they, their most recent data shows that over 2.7 million had breakthrough COVID. So that's almost 20% of the residents there. And then what's most shocking, Stu, is the fully vaccinated folks and children five and older, almost 1% of them have been hospitalized with COVID. This is a public health failure. And, you know, we have to remember, why did we lock down the country? Because it was COVID-19 was going to overwhelm the hospitals and it was going to be a public health emergency if we overwhelmed the hospitals. Well, now the hospitals are being overwhelmed with vaccinated people uh, with COVID-19. So it's a complete it's a complete mess. Yeah. And, um, and, and let me just I, I think I've wrapped my head around some of this and I, I just want to bounce this off of you here. So COVID-19 mm-hmm. was never a respiratory virus. It never went from human to human. It's not a contagion. It's not a virus. We've established that it's a bioweapon, contains the same genetic sequence as the shots themselves, the pegylated lipid nanoparticles, the weapon of biowarfare. It's a weapon of mass destruction. It's then aerosolized or put in the things we consume, the things that we eat, the things that we drink, etc. You're less likely to fall to a serious illness from that version of it. But if you take it and you inject it directly into your bloodstream, obviously now your immune system starts to break apart. So of course, then the aerosolized formats and all of that, your body is less likely to be able to fight off. So therefore you're more likely to get that along with super cancers and anything else that this thing might mutate inside of your body. Is that about right? I mean, these are both bioweapons. They're the same thing. This is a weapon of biowarfare intentionally released on the world. Yes. It absolutely is. And the lipid nanoparticles make your body produce the bioweapon, the spike protein. And you had uh, those congressmen on yesterday from from Michigan. So if they believe the SARS-CoV-2 virus was man-made in a bioweapon, then it's very easy to prove that the mRNA injections are bioweapons. Straight out of the biological license approval from the FDA for Comirnaty, it says the mRNA in Comirnaty is the full-length SARS-CoV-2 spike glycoprotein derived from the Wuhan-HU-1 isolate. All right, you know means- stop it there. Go ahead and get clip four ready. Now, this is Catherine Watt. And uh, Substack is, is what she's from. B-A-I-L-I-W-I-C-K-N-E-S-S. BailaWickness.substack. And this is this has ties in, you know, the DOD and kill boxes and all this stuff. Let's listen to this. And the basic idea is that public health has been militarized and the military has been sort of turned into a public health front or um, Potemkin village such that they are using public health language and public health laws to actually carry out a military campaign. And I would not call them DOD vaccines. I would call them DOD weapons. So I call it the kill box because the first sort of lead that I had was Todd Callender's January 30th, 2022 interview on Elizabeth Leavleet's podcast called Truth for Health. And he described it as a kill box. And then I looked that up and it turns out it's a military term for establishing a geographic space or three-dimensional area for a military attack by air and by surface to kill the people who are in it and then dismantle the kind of um, framework and move on to the next campaign. And what the DOD and the World Health Organization intend to do and have gotten quite far in doing but not completely um, reach their goals is to set up the entire world as their geographic terrain, their target population as all the people in the world, the duration of their campaign as permanent, 
and the weapons that they're using are number one, informational. That's the propaganda piece and the censorship piece. Number two, psychological. That's the fear and terrorism piece of telling people they need to be afraid all the time and they need to listen to the government. And then the third piece is the chemical, biological, radiological and nuclear weapons, which are called in their campaign pharmaceuticals, vaccines, but are actually toxins and pathogens. Um, so I started, after I heard that interview, I had already been wondering what was going on, but I started trying to um, track down some of the things Todd Callender talked about in his interview and figure out what the legal frameworks were and how they were set up and what the financial coercion mechanisms were. My finding, which many other people have found in various from various other angles, was that this project has been going on for centuries. Um, it's basically globalist central bankers and lots of related organizations trying to get complete control of human beings um, through banking programs and through military programs. And they kicked it into higher gear in 1913 with the Federal Reserve Act. And then they kicked the public health aspect of it into higher gear starting in the 1930s and 40s. Um, before the um, 1960s, they mostly did it through orchestrated armed conflicts and financial depressions and wars which are very loud and messy and destructive to infrastructure. And it makes it difficult for them to have plausible deniability and legal impunity for what they're doing. So in the mid-60s, they got much better at inducing suicide and homicide by fraudulently labeling poisons as medicines or as vaccines or as prophylactics and telling people that submitting to that poisoning process was their civic duty. And that's, we saw that in COVID with the, the shorthand for do this or you're um, going to kill your grandma. Um, and the way that the pharmaceutical method is primarily useful to them is that plausible deniability is much easier and legal impunity is a lot easier. They can achieve the same goal of killing lots of people without their fingerprints being all over it. Um, I looked into the coercion cascades, mostly financial, um, not going to go into a lot of detail with that, but it starts at the top with the Bank for International Settlements, and they can use their control of other federal central banks' access to financial systems, and then all the way down through state governments, national governments, local, municipal, school districts, hospitals, everything. If you comply with what they're telling you to do as far as masking and testing, isolating yourself, taking injections, then you will get the financial access that you need to run your business or to have a job. All right, and go ahead and stop it there. don't comply. Now, and then let's have clip eight ready, but let me talk for a second. So there was a lot there, you know, I don't know how long I've been talking about the what I call my big three, silent weapons for quiet wars. She 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 was touching on that just by the her narrative from psyop to mind war, and that had to do with Valerie and Aquino and all them all them guys and uh, the report from Iron Mountain. All of those things are you know what we're witnessing now and even think about jade helm which everybody made fun of um but wow mapping and mastering the human domain think about it i mean it's just so insane now 
this this is by a young lady uh, who lost her father during the COVID thing, shot him up with remdesivir. I mean, think of all the people that once their loved one went into a hospital during the really totalitarian stages of the COVID, they couldn't get them out. They would be arrested, blah, 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 blah. And so this has, I'm going to, I'm going to say this has a language warning because she's very pissed, uh, but it's worth playing for posterity due to the fact that um, she, she kind of encapsulates the anger that a lot of people have that lost loved ones, especially on the inside of these things that they call hospitals. Um, you know, these people that work in the healthcare industry, so many of them think that they are heroes still. And um, just think about somebody that sat there and just shot people in the arm all day for days on end. And they're sitting there injecting this this kitchen sink witch's brew into the arms of their fellow citizens. I'll tell you, but if you want to really, you know, the, the anger of this young lady's palpable, go ahead and play this one. Eight. So anybody heard about Kristen the Piston? Anybody heard about how my father was murdered with remdesivir? Has anybody heard about how the hospital called me and blamed me and my mom because we weren't vaccinated and that was the reason he died? Anybody heard about how they put my dad on palliative care? And they never fed him and they starved him to death. And they only gave him one can of Insure in nine days. Anybody hear about that? Anybody hear about how they put my dad in bilateral restraints, restrained him against his will, and pumped him full of remdesivir against his and his family wishes? While they called me and blamed me and told me he was dying because I wouldn't take the vaccine? Has anyone heard the story? Anyone? You heard the story yet? You heard about how my dad was murdered in a worse way than people on death row? Do you hear me? People on death row are treated more humanely than my father. He wasn't able to use a goddamn phone. Are you listening to me? Everybody... You know, people want me to act all nice about this shit, man. Fuck you! Fuck you! This shit is bullshit! They murdered my father! They injected him with poison! They lied to me! They blamed me! You want me to act normal? Sit here and make videos like everything's okay? So we can watch Rebel News go up to Albert Borla and do nothing! Nothing! Is that what you want? Fuck you! All right, you can stop it. And I'm glad how she added Rebel News, go in there and talk to talk to Albert Boer, one Jew talking to another Jew. Oh, he get all the brownie points from Alex Jones and all those guys. Yeah, Rebel News. Boy, they really gave it to Borla, didn't they? Um chat rooms lark just sent me a message incendiary radio dot and the number two incendiary radio dot 
Chitango.com. That's the one Murr Bailey uh, is the admin for. So there you go, Lark. And I'll let me plug Hooley's blog, W-H-O-O-L-A-S blog.blogspot.com. You can find the archive there in the morning. Um, so it's official. The CDC adds COVID-19 vaccine to routine immunization schedule for children and adolescents. That was on the 10th. For the first time, the unsafe and ineffective COVID-19 quote-unquote vaccine was formally added to the routine immunization schedule for both children and adolescents by the CDC. All right. And uh, isn't that just sick? And then, but if you live in a halfway decent um, state uh, like mine, parents can you know opt out of that one or or what have you there's like 27 states that have already said no we're not going to add we're not going to forcibly add that to the vaccination schedule um where is that one uh mr producer get clip three ready this is rochelle walensky this jewess head of the cdc so they added this to the regular schedule and then she was up there uh, at Congress this week. Let's listen to what she has to say. Go ahead and roll clip three. Um, I do want to highlight the real importance of making disinformation and how it has. Um um, I do want to highlight the real importance of mis- and disinformation and how it has um, uh, undermined our vaccine efforts. It is the case that um, we anticipate vaccine rates have gone, well, we've seen vaccine rates of incoming children into kindergarten have gone down from 94% to 93% just in this last year. That's a quarter of a million children not coming to kindergarten with being up to date in their vaccines. We are doing a lot of work at CDC, but this is not something that CDC can do alone. It's going to take all of our agencies. It's going to take all of the government and every single one of us has a role in mis- and disinformation. And that nice? Mm, old Rochelle still out there doing her thing. Um, so let's see, we're coming up on break. Um, I guess I can cover this one. This is uh, nworeport.me. Clinton's team up with Rockefeller Foundation pushed digital cash to fight climate change. I mean, this... These I don't see how these people, they get in their 70s and 80s and they stick to this evil demonic agenda knowing they could croak at any time and face their judgment. It's, I mean, the I, I guess it's just like, uh, what, uh, what does he say? Uh, Bob Dylan, Mr. Zimmerman said, it's a bargain I'd made with it. Long ago, to to get where I am. You mean I ask who you made that bargain with? <laughs> with the with the chief commander in this world, in this world, in the world that you can't see. <laughs> They've all made that bargain, but their life is coming to an end, just like David Rockefeller. Oh, my faith, left my side. 
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.